in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. One of the things that make some of us afraid from the moment of death that we are worried about our destiny. Are we going to heaven or not going to heaven? That's why the chapter that we just heard from Luke chapter 12 give us assurance about it is the good pleasure of God to give us the heaven. That's why this chapter starts by the word do not fear, do not be afraid. And the church actually reads this chapter every day in the third watch of the midnight hour in order to assure us that God, it is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. God did everything possible in order for us to be saved. So if anyone will not be saved because he rejected the gift of God. For example, God the Father sent his son. He emptied himself. He took the form of a man. He lived as a poor. He did not have where to lay his head. He was tortured. He was humiliated. He carried our sins. He carried our curse. He paid the penalty of our sin. He was crucified and he endured all the suffering. Then he died on the cross. And after this, he descended to Hades in order to take all the souls of the departed on the hope of resurrection. And he went with them to the paradise of joy and opened the paradise of joy after it was closed in order for us to find salvation and to find eternal joy. So God did everything possible. And then he gave us the sacraments of the church. He told us, yes, when you are born, you are born as a sinner, you are born with the corruption, and you are born under the sentence of death. But in the baptism, your sins will be forgiven, your nature will be changed, this corrupted nature will die, and you will put on new nature, and the sentence of death is removed from you. He confirmed us through the anointment of the Holy Oil in order to be a dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit guide us in our life, comfort us, convict us when we drift away, lead us to repentance, confirm us in our faith. If we sin after baptism, God told us, As long as you are fighting the good fight, now through confession, I will forgive your sins. Your sins will be completely forgiven. And he gave us his body and his blood in order actually to be united with him, to be one with him. So where he is, we will be also. Tell me why it is difficult to be saved and to go to heaven. God actually made it very easy and very possible to each one of us. 
If anyone will not be saved, it is because I reject the gift of God. I reject the gift of salvation. I don't take God serious in my life. Then he assured us and he told us, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If we reflect on these words, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The first word here, the word father. He described God the father to be also our father. God the father is called the father because he has one only begotten son. The only son, only begotten. By nature, he has only one son. But when the father sent the son to the world, he sent him to be our bridegroom. And we are the bride. And as when the bridegroom and the bride are reunited together and will become one, so through the sacraments of the church and the work of the Holy Spirit, we are united with Christ. This union is fulfilled in all the sacraments. In baptism, you put on Christ. In chrismation, you become the body and the members of Christ. In repentance and confession, we are washed from every blemish in order to be a suitable bride for Christ. And in communion, he who eats my body and drinks my blood abide in me and I in him. So we'll be one. So through this oneness with Christ, we become children of God the Father because we are united with the Son. We are united with the Son. After resurrection, when God appeared to Mary Magdalene, he told her, go and say to my disciples to come and see me in Galilee. I I did not ascend yet to my father and your father and to my God and your God. And if we think about these four words, my father, your father, my God, your God. Actually, the father is the father of the son of Jesus Christ by nature. But he is our father by adoption. So when he said, my father by nature, but your father by adoption. How adoption? Because we are united with the only begotten son. We became one with him. And when he said, your God is by nature. God is our God by nature. And he said, my God by incarnation. Because by incarnation, he took our humanity. And now he can call God the Father, my God. Because he's united with us when he became man. Through the incarnation. St. Paul reflected on this in uh, Romans chapter 8 and said, The Holy Spirit testifies that we are children. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the one who made this union between God the Son and us in the sacrament of the church. So the Holy Spirit testifies that we are children of God the Father. Then St. Paul said, and if we are children, then we are heirs, eligible for inheritance, with the Son, with Jesus Christ.
in him we are heirs. That's why when the Lord said, don't fear, why? It is your father. We are eligible for inheritance now, although we are not children by nature, by adoption, but now we are eligible for inheritance. It is your father's good pleasure. God is not compelled to do this. Maybe some parents don't approve the marriage of their children. So in a way, they are compelled that their inheritance go to their daughters or sons-in-law just because my son chose this wife or my daughter chose this uh, groom. But for God, he is not compelled. He actually, it's his good pleasure. Because the economy of salvation is a Trinitarian economy. It's not only the Son, but it is the Holy Trinity. This economy is Trinitarian economy. And this economy is planned even before the creation of the world, even before the foundation of the world. So God from eternity, the Holy Trinity, has this plan to save us. And it is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. That's why in all our hymns we say, through his will, the will of the Son, and the pleasure of the Father and the Holy Spirit, he came and saved us. By the will of the Son and the pleasure of the Father and the Holy Spirit, he came and saved us. Then he said, it is your Father's good pleasure to give you, to give you the kingdom. The word give means we don't earn it. It is a free gift. God, he is happy to give us this free gift. You cannot earn the kingdom of heaven. You cannot earn it. It's gift from God to us. It is not a reward. St. Paul in Romans differentiated between reward and gift. The crowns that we will receive in heaven are rewards. People who were martyred, they will receive crown of martyrdom. But the kingdom, to inherit the kingdom, it is gift from God to all of us. What is the role of our work? Our work actually is to receive this gift. When we walk in the commandment of God, not to earn the kingdom, but this is actually our expression that we are receiving the gift of salvation. That's why his Holiness Pope Shenouda used to say, we are not saved by works. We are not saved by works. But we will not be saved without works. Because the works is how you receive this free gift. By complying to the commandment of God. This means you appreciate this free gift and you're receiving this free gift from God. And then he told us to give you the kingdom. As we read in in the book of Revelation, he made us kings and priests. God actually is not giving us any gift, but he gave us the kingdom to reign with him. He made the church of the new covenant a kingdom, a priesthood, a holy nation. 
as St. Peter mentioned in his letters. Each word in this, he said, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's why you should not be afraid. All what you need to do is just to receive this gift. Receive this gift from the hand of God. And also, another beautiful description, he told us, don't fear little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. These two words, little flock, little means we are minority. And usually, any minority in any country, they feel there is discrimination against them. And any minority, they feel not secure. They will not have their rights like majority. But God is telling us, even if you are a minority in this world, but you are my children. You are my children. That's a big difference. So, yes, you are a minority. But this minority are God's children. Not only God's children, but a beautiful description. He called us flock, little flock. If we are flock, then he is shepherd. And the shepherd takes good care of his sheep. David reflected on God as a good shepherd and said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If God is my shepherd, then he will actually give me all what I need. I shall not want. Even if I walk in the valley of shadow of death, I will fear nothing, because you are with me. It's a very comforting verse. And the church, as I said, reads it to us every night when we pray the midnight hour. Do not fear little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Knowing this, then there are other gods, false gods, compete in our heart with worshiping true God. At least there are three other gods compete with the true God. The God of materialism, the God of hedonism, which is love of pleasure, or the God of egoism, pride and ego. These are the three things that fight in our heart with the love of God. Love of money, love of pleasure, love of ego, love of ourselves. That's why after the Lord said, do not fear little flock for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Then he said, sell what you have and give alms. Why? Many of us we put our trust in money. If I want to secure my future, I put my trust in money. But the Lord told us, no, don't trust in money. Trust only in me. I am your your refuge. I am your shield. I am your protector. Why God wants us to get rid of the love of money? Why he told us, sell what you have, give alms, Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old. Because you want us to have a treasure in heaven that does not fail. Think about it. 
if your home country here is America and then your job sends you for a mission or project in another country then you will work in this country but any earning you will transfer it here to your home country to America you will not keep it there you will transfer it here because that's your home if you listen to the plain letter of today the first verse our citizenship is in heaven that's our home our heavenly citizens so the Lord said for where your treasure is there your heart will be also you cannot have your treasure here on earth and say my heart is in heaven no if you want your heart to be heaven in heaven put your treasures in heaven especially now we know after baptism our real citizenship is heavenly citizenship our citizenship is in heaven I will leave you with a thought today what is your treasure and where is your treasure what is the thing that you value the most for example if the Lord Jesus Christ asked you right now a question what do you want me to do for you the first thing come to your mind that's your treasure if you are speaking about your health your children your job money career whatever this is your treasure or your salvation this will be your treasure so what is your treasure and where is your treasure because if your treasure here on earth then your heart is here on earth if your treasure is in heaven then your heart will be in heaven shouldn't I care about my children my health my future here on earth yes you should care about all these things but don't make it as your treasure your treasure is in heaven your treasure is we are waiting for the wedding to be wed to our true bridegroom think about any bride waiting for her wedding all her mind all her thinking about the wedding yes she is working yes she is doing her responsibilities from day to day but all her mind and her heart is about the day of the wedding that is the same way we should be looking forward to the day in which we went to our true bridegroom and be with him eternally in heaven where your treasure is your heart will be also we need to examine ourselves God give us everything possible for our salvation our salvation cannot be easier than this cannot be easier than this and he gives us the assurance that it is our father good pleasure to give us the kingdom then are we going to accept this gift and make this gift our treasure or not where your treasure is your heart will be also glory be to God forever and ever Amen